Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Filthy Minister Podcast. Hey, everybody. I'm Joshua Price. I'm the Filthy Minister, and here with me is my lovely Filthy Bride. What's your name, sweetheart? You ask me that question every week. This is going to get tiresome. <laughs> That's because somebody might be listening to that nerd. Oh, my They may have started goodness. with this episode. Well, then they need to go back to the beginning. Listen to old episodes, and then you will know that my name is Stephanie. <laughs> well, there you go. You said it. You got it out. Oh, my goodness. You're a rebel. Oh. <laughs> Folks, hey, you know what? It's been a while since we've put uh, another episode out, a couple of weeks now, and we jumped the gun on you last week, said that we that we had one recorded. And we did. Have one recorded. But then we woke up the next morning, and we rethought, maybe that's not the one. Anyway, here we are. Here we are. (laughs) (laughs) Is that all you got? That's all I got. (laughs) Folks, it'd probably be best if we just go ahead and make sure that you understand. This is important to us. This third podcast has been the biggest challenge yet. Would you agree, sweetheart? Yes. And it's the most difficult because we've gotten to a point where we've had some people that have inquired more as to what is it that started the filthy minister and his wife, what brought this podcast about, what brought about the changes, kind of thinking it might give some context. And so we've been struggling with what information to give and how much information to give and how to give it. And how to give it. That's a big deal. If we want to get on here and just blast the way things happen and why they happen and how that hurt us and our pain and make it all about us, that'd be very easy to do. But when you're talking about doing things through the wisdom of the Lord and making sure that it's glorifying him and not glorifying yourself or preserving yourself, it takes a little bit more time and effort. You know, the thing is, is we live in a world that wants to escalate everything. And people love escalation. They're addicted to escalation. You know, whether we're talking marriages, whether we're talking about a fight on the street, people would rather see that escalated and record it with their phone than to do anything helpful. The culture feeds on escalation, and it would be real easy. We have had the temptation to want to escalate because of an injustice that has occurred to us, but ultimately this is not about us. I think the reason it's hard is because when your voice is taken away and you are wrongly accused, falsely attacked, especially publicly, you want to be able to defend yourself. You want to be able to say that's not true. That's not me, especially when your character is so important to you. Your reputation is important to you. And you want to be able to defend yourself, preserve yourself. But the Lord wants us to bring glory to him. And the thing is, I mean, if you look at the Bible, this was the other thing that was very challenging for us in this process was we're looking at scripture. We're examining the scripture to see how that speaks to how to respond to a situation like this. Well, and if all you're taking in is, well, they did this, then I can do this in response. It's all about the actions of people. They did this, therefore I can do this. It would be justified for me to get on here and blast. That's how the first party reacted or handled it or whatever the case is. So it's a response to an action instead of through the view of the scripture and the word. And Well, we live in a world that says, if you hurt me, then I'm going to hurt. Yeah, I'm going to hurt you back. And not only am I going to hurt you back, but I'm going to hurt you worse than you hurt me. And it'll be justified because you started it. Right. And then we also have this thinking that says, if you start it, I'm going to finish it. So what we have been doing the last couple of weeks is we have been going to the scripture over and again. We have recorded several times only to realize that we have not yet landed in the right place. 
not having peace about it. And then, you know, going back to the proverbial drawing board. And part of the challenge in that has been, what does the Bible say about this? Does the Bible give us permission to make a defense? Does the Bible give us permission to respond to a situation like this and say that things are not okay? Well, and if you bring it back full circle to the filthy minister and his wife, the reason that we are being confessional about this right now is because we are sinners. We are filthy beings, and we genuinely struggle with not wanting things being said about us that are not true. You know, lies being spread or accusations being made or things taken away from us unjustly. We struggle with that. And so it fights against our nature to not speak out, to not go after, to not make a name for ourselves, to fight. And that's where we're filthy. If you look at a biblical example, the one right at the top that everybody thinks of, you know, when it comes to retaliation, Mm -hmm. I mean, retaliation is not a good thing. That's not a healthy thing. But we look at Christ, and we see that Christ laid down his life. He did not, per se, make a defense for himself, but instead he laid down his life for his friends. And that's a really hard part, because when you see that somebody has come against you unjustly, and you have no voice, or beyond that, you're trying to be obedient to the Lord and not defending yourself and letting him be your defense, what's hard is what you see outwardly. Outwardly, I see all these things taken away from my family. Outwardly, I see the struggle and the suffering that we're enduring. And outwardly, I see no consequences or punishment on the other side of the equation for the people that wronged us. That's hard because you're depending on the Lord to be your justice, the Lord to be your defender, and he doesn't do things the way that we would do them. He handles things completely different in his own time, in his own way. The reality is, is he has a plan for them just like he does for us. And we don't know what that is. And he is sovereign and he is just in the lives of everyone. Another example is in the Garden of Gethsemane when Peter wanted to lop off the the soldier's ear, you know, or lopped off the soldier's ear and Christ rebuked him for it. You know, but the other side of that, you have this idea from the scripture that we should just keep the peace. Blessed are those who are persecuted in the Beatitudes there in Matthew. Blessed are those that endure suffering, you know, First Peter chapter 2, I think, where, you know, where he says, don't be surprised at the painful trials that you're suffering as though something strange were happening to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Just trust in me. Everything's going to be okay. But at the same time, when an injustice has occurred, are we supposed to just stay silent and not say anything at all? What does the Bible tell us there? Well, escalation is a human response to confrontation, and the Bible does confront. Because at the same time, there there should be accountability to things. And yes, escalation does happen, but we see it in our culture in ways like, for example, a fight on the street, you know? I mean, we live in a culture that, that they pull their phones out. I mean, they'll instigate behavior just to, because we live in a culture that feasts. I mean, just gorges on escalation, on confrontational behavior, anything that'll take it up a notch. And we as Christians, we as ministers, escalation is not our goal. We want God to be glorified in the things we say and how we say them. We don't want to escalate things, but at the same time, there needs to be confrontation. There are things that are not okay 
False accusations are not okay. Public slander is not okay. Bullying a pastor and his wife, those things are not okay. They're not okay. And they're not okay because the Bible says they're not okay. We're all familiar with it. A time a time to kill, you know, a time to plant, a time to dig up, a time to but a time for war is part of that. There there is a time for escalation. You read throughout the New Testament and go to the minor prophets in the Old Testament. All that language was letting a people know that this kind of behavior, these things that we're doing, these things are not okay. So the Bible is made up of language like that. So folks, that's the rundown of why it's been hard for us to get to this third episode. We would sum it up between trying to figure out what to say, how to say it, when to say it, but all of it based on do we have permission from the Word of God to say it, and if so, in what context? And if we do have permission to speak to issues or anything like that, how do we do it in a way that's honoring Him and staying in wisdom from the Scripture and not making it about us, but making it about the things, or not even making it about the things that happen, but make it about the text? We have to be able to. We have to be able to learn from this. I mean, no, I, no. I mean, it's, it's there's just such a balance to it. And that's why discerning the wisdom of the Lord is important and it takes time and it doesn't just happen overnight because the longer you live in sin, the easier it is to just answer in sin, reflect in sin, act in sin. Um, But when we're born again and the process of sanctification begins, then it takes time to become that person that God is creating you to be. It doesn't happen overnight. So getting familiar with how he would do things, what his word says about responding to things. It's new to us. We're seasoned Christians, I would say, but when you go through new things, new circumstances, when you go through challenges, responding in the spirit rather than your flesh, what your natural nature is ready to do, it takes time. One of the things that we've always kind of struggled with back and forth, even in our marriage, is I'm very quick to respond. I see something and I immediately, you know, this is what we need to do or this is where we need to go. And Joshua has been very good at being slower to respond. He takes time and evaluates and looks, you know, inward. And it's something that we've both progressed in, progressed in, progressed in, um, but it's just, it's not natural. Yeah. And so you do have to sit back and sometimes you have to record three episodes, not publish them, but just record them (laughs) so you can see, okay, this is not how the Lord would have us respond. So, and sometimes we mess up. I mess up. I, you know, in a quick spin of frustration or anger or whatever, I might let my tongue get the best of me or I might let my emotions get the best of me. And we have to repent and go back and say, no, that's, that's, that's the filth. How would Christ respond? What is the answer to this through his word? I would say, and I, I'm sure you would agree, sweetheart, that because we've been talking about this, that if you're listening to this podcast and you're listening for the scoop, then it's going to be a problem because we're not going to keep revisiting things over and again. This, this is not about a scoop. The world is about a scoop, okay? But we're not about a scoop. That's not what this is about. Ultimately, this is about learning. It's about discipleship. It's about understanding what the Word of God says to these things. It's a matter of bringing attention back to the Lord and addressing issues in church ministry that have affected the lives of a lot of people. We want this podcast to be about the Scripture growing in our faith being better as ministers, and we're all called to be ministers. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, well, I'm not a pastor, I'm not serving in a 
vocational role, that's, that's irrelevant. We're all called to be ministers of the gospel. And so the idea is for this to be about the right thing and the right person. It's about Christ. It's about the Word of God. And hopefully through this episode, we've been able to give you a little bit of context, just kind of the gist of the matter. And you can also understand why it's taken us some time to get the third episode out, because we want to make sure again that we say it when we should, the way that we should, how we should, and drawing attention ultimately to the Lord and not to us. And then from there, we want to move on into what the Lord is calling us to through this ministry. There's so much more than this really painful, horrible existence that we've been going through the last year. A year seems like eternity when you're in the middle of it. Um, But there's so, so, so much more that the Lord has through the Filthy Minister that we really want to talk about and get into. And we just want you to join us in that. We want you to pray for our ministry. We want you to pray with us um, about how to to move into that because we're ready. We're ready to move past the hurt and the anger and the frustration and the whys and all of that and trying to defend ourselves. And we just want the Lord to continue to be our defense. And we know that he is even when we can't see it. And we want to move into what he's calling us to do, which is to minister through our filthiness (gasps) because we are filthy and the Lord has snatched us out of the fire and we want him to snatch others. Absolutely. He's shaping a testimony. Yeah. He is shaping a testimony. We're all disqualified. We're all filthy. The reality is that uh, it takes time for the Lord to shape testimony. And so hopefully we have been able to speak at least to some degree enough to give each of you that are listening some context, but then at the same time to help you see the direction that we're going in. And we want you to subscribe to the podcast and share it with other folks. And like my wife said, there is a whole lot more for us to talk about. There's a lot more to uncover, a lot more to unpack, and a lot more that we're going to talk about that we both believe is going to be very beneficial to those serving in ministry, but also to the members of the church and those uh, visiting the church in terms of what to expect and what kind of behaviors to look for, how to recognize things that are right and how to recognize those things that are wrong. We just want to take what has happened and we want the Lord to work through us to help other people. Yes. And that's really what this boils down to. We want to serve the Lord, and in so doing, we want Him to use it to His glory, to the benefit of the church, and to help others. Absolutely. We'll leave you with this, because this was something that happened just today, right? So my wife and I, we were coming in here getting ready to start this podcast. And as we're getting ready to start the podcast, she looks out the front windows of our study here, and there's smoke, I mean, like so heavy, just pouring over the front of the house. We go running outside, only to find out that the house next door, flames are coming out the front of the house. I mean, it, I mean, it's on fire now. We're not going to pretend to know exactly what caused that, <laughs> but we have a pretty good idea. Don't uh, hide your filth or your house will explode. <laughs> <laughs> Say, say that again. That's awesome. Say it again. Don't hide your filth or your house will explode. <laughs> and it was loud. I mean, it was, there were several booms. Oh, gosh. It was scary is what it was. Now, before now before anybody starts freaking out, thinking we're <laughs> laughing at somebody else's tragedy, we're, we're not 100% sure, but we do believe that there was meth cooking in that house. I mean, he had a flashing neon open sign that only came open from like, you know, one o'clock in the morning. Until about. (laughs) (laughs) It was a little obvious. And we're not laughing at that either because it's really bad. 
but it's just no. I mean, don't hide your filth. Yeah. So we sat there and we watched that thing burn. My wife rescued the little black dog. Yes, little and, bullet. Uh, yeah, little bullet. And um, she I gave him a peanut butter sandwich, and he didn't want it. He was so terrified. Yeah, bless his heart. She rescued him, and we called the fire department, the volunteer fire department. They First, didn't even have their suits. They came out in their jeans and t-shirts, and one of them was probably older than. Yeah, but he did a good job. I mean, he, he he's did. like he's like out there all brave, man. Just oh like goodness. with that. He, but I tell you, we took a picture. And from our fence, I mean, we're like right there. It's like standing. We're, we're a good 30 yards away, but it feels like we're standing right next to a campfire. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I just huge. knew our trees and our bushes were going to catch on fire. It was not good, y'all. And so we're sitting there, and here this guy is. He's got this hose from this volunteer fire truck. He's all bent over. And I mean, he, <laughs> I mean, he is. He's aiming at it, but it looks like... I mean, it looks like he's holding a water hose yes, it looks compared like a water to the gun. size of this fire. And I thought, man, we are doomed. <laughs> I mean, the first thing that crossed my mind is I'm so glad that we have insurance. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but the, back to what my wife said. And everybody's okay. Nobody was harmed. Yeah, nobody was harmed. Don't don't hide your filth. Or what did, what, what did you say? Don't, don't hide your filth or your house will explode. Or your house will explode. So anyway, so it's true. the house did it, it. It burned all the way to the ground, and we don't in want your matter ha- of minutes. Yeah. And we don't want your house to burn all the way to the ground. <laughs> not be good. All so, right, we should probably end on that now. <laughs> anyway, so hey, you know what, folks, we're filthy people. Embrace your filth. Don't run from it. And we're excited about what the Lord's going to do through the next podcast because there's there's a lot to share. There's a lot to go through that involves so much more than this last year. And now that we have gotten past this particular subject matter, just to kind of get out, you know, give you some context and speak to that. Now that we're on the other side of that, you know, hopefully we'll be able to get some episodes out a little, a little faster, you know, and give you some things to, to think about. And I think it's going to be really good and we praise the Lord for it. But anyway, you guys have a fantastic day. Be Blessings blessed. to you. Thank you for uh, hanging out with the <laughs> filthy minister and his... <laughs>